What's up guys, this episode is sponsored by Black Flower Creations, which is a business that sells custom-made clothes. They design t-shirts and sell everything from pants to blouses to shorts. You can get a t-shirt if you're in Nairobi for as little as 300 Kenyan shillings. Follow them on Instagram at blackflower underscore creation for more info. Three, two, one. Hey, hey guys! Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabir. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, (laughs) Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. guys welcome back to the third world perspective welcome back to another episode it's been a while since we've done um nfl on this podcast i think since the since early november we haven't done this the last time el was on the podcast um i have a, a special guest tonight um it will be morning by the time you guys hear this but i have john jow on the podcast he is the host of anything media podcast which is a podcast about anything media literally um, it discusses movies, music, um, some other podcasts, TV shows, and some sports as well. Um, you can catch anything media on any on all platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, man, I actually listened to your to your podcast, John, and um, I like I like the Super Bowl ones. Um, obviously, um, can you just introduce yourself before I tell guys um, where they can follow you? Okay, thanks a lot, Pablo, for that introduction. <laughs> you have given me a lot of praise. I hope I can live up to the hype. And yeah, I, <laughs> I, I use <laughs> what I may say is yeah, I have a podcast known as Anything Media. I usually try to delve into my interests basically. And that ranges from a wide variety of subjects from movies, series, music sometimes even books even though i'm not such an avid reader but i try and sports and even things that might interest me I usually try to delve on them and even just general social media stuff and yeah today we have we have come together with pablo and we want to record an episode with concerning nfl so he can continue <laughs> yeah man don't be nervous man obviously this is this is just two guys speaking um i'm in kakamega right now i'm guessing you're somewhere in nairobi john yes i live in kasarani yeah man yeah you guys can follow john on twitter at john stunners stunners with with a z so it's john s-t-u-n-a-z um, the first thing I'm going to speak about is the Ravens. Obviously, the Ravens hosted the Cleveland Browns at MNT Bank Stadium. Um, actually, the Ravens at the moment are the number one seed in the AFC um, at eight and three. Obviously, it wasn't a clear-cut um, win. Obviously, we know these division games how tough they are. The AFC North um, is one of the most one of the most difficult divisions in the AFC. Um, the Ravens came out with the dub. Obviously, I'm a Ravens fan, so that is a plus. Um, 16-10, although we know Lamar didn't play well. Um, before I ask you this question, John, um, do you have an NFL team that you support? Um, there's a 
the the team that I'm more keenly that the the team that I follow most cleanly is LA Chargers. It's, yeah, you it's like the Yeah, I love Justin Herbert. I can't say that I have a favorite team, but yeah. I, I am more drawn towards it. That's what I might say right now. Yeah, obviously Justin Herbert is one of the best um, quarterbacks, actually upcoming quarterbacks um, in the league at the moment. He's second year now. He was rookie. He was offensive rookie of the year last year, so that's totally understandable. They play really good offensive football and they have a rookie coach in Brandon Staley who is just as good. Um, but obviously the Ravens, there's been a lot of talks about them. Um, obviously supporting the Ravens. Um, I, I'm actually one of the one of the biggest critics of them. Although I, I absolutely love the team and the players and what we're doing this year. Obviously being top, they have seen the of the FC is is a big um, a big achievement at eight, eight and three. Although we know the Patriots are are coming back, um, but there's been a lot of concerns over this team getting enough sacks. There's been a lot of um, concerns of, of this about this team on defense and the scheme that actually um, Ravens defensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale actually um, has for this defense, and this defense actually stepped up against the Browns. Um, we know Matt Judon is doing really well in New England. Yeah, so like I was saying, um, obviously there's been a lot of questions about this Ravens defense, um, this Ravens team team's performance. You know, Lamar didn't play well on Sunday, um, but there's been a lot of questions, man. But the big one is John. Do do you think the Ravens have a ch- have a shot to get to the Super Bowl this year? Obviously, the the top seed in the AFC. Um, obviously, there are other teams in the AFC that are difficult as well. But do you, do you fancy them actually getting to the Super Bowl this year? One of the most important things when analyzing an LFL team is checking whether a quarterback is able to carry the team on his back and to a championship. That is usually one of the most important things. And mm-hmm. some of the things that I've seen with Lamar Jackson, he's capable of running, he's quite agile. So what I might say is, I, I still I'm not quite 100% sure whether his passing game can be able to carry a team into a franchise. He's capable of the rush and the run and even evading sacks, but I, I don't quite believe he has that elite passing ability to be able mm-hmm. to carry a team onto a championship. He sort of reminds me of Ayala Newton. Although Cam Newton wasn't quite as electric in changing direction and such, but mm-hmm. he, he could also use his legs. But when push came to show during the Super Bowl in which he competed in, he wasn't yeah. he wasn't able to rely on his passing to win the Pandas the championship. So that's yeah. one of my worries with Lama Jackson. Yeah, obviously there's been a lot of talk about his passing and we know um, obviously the four interceptions on Sunday didn't help um, his case. But Lamar knows he didn't play really well. I think his passing, we have seen we have seen him do the, do it this year. Um, he played really well against the Colts um, on, in passing. He played really well against um, the, the Broncos in Denver um, when, this, when the Ravens went to play at the Mile High. Um, I think in Power Stadium, I think, yeah. 
So yeah. I think I think his passing will evolve, but obviously there's been a lot of talk about this team as a cohesive about, unit. Don't you think it's about time it's evolved? It's not his first or second season in the league. Yeah, I think I th- I, th- I think his passing is is better than average. I think there's there are there are a lot of bad quarterbacks in this league. I think I think his passing is better than average. I, I just think sometimes when he has bad games, he actually has really really bad games. So those stand out. Um, obviously, I think he had like 47% completion or something, which is is not ideal. Um, on Sunday, I I, I just think obviously we're speaking this after after he played the Browns. Um, who have a, a very good um, actually pass defense and um, yeah it's it's I, 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 I actually have no have total confidence in Lamar passing the ball the only problem that I have is this Ravens team actually coming up big in big games like obviously the, the Browns one was big and the defense played really well but in in during the postseason obviously all the teams that get to the postseason are really good but i'm just wondering if that will be enough for this team to get to the to the to the super bowl because that's the big that's the that's the target point yeah you already won an mvp champion an mvp champ what can i say he already won an mvp title yeah yeah so i think the only thing that's remaining is an nfl ring and already some of his peers such as Patrick Mahomes has already won one and he's also still relatively young so that's the next challenge that he needs to overcome and also yeah. we also need to remember that Brady also won his first championship during his first 5 years in the league i'm not quite sure which yeah his yeah yeah, Brady. Brady actually won won this first ring um, during his 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 first full season as a starter um, in the 2002 season, and then he won it back to back in the 2003 season. He won it again. Yeah, that he won it against the St. Louis Rams in the 202 game. I wasn't quite sure when the year was, but I knew it was against the Rams, the St. Louis Rams. I can yeah. hear you clearly, and I'm using data, so I think we can yeah. just continue. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, do you think the Ravens can get to the Super Bowl? Let's just finish this topic right here. Do you think, yes or no? Do you think the Ravens can get to the Super Bowl this season? This season, they can get to the Super Bowl because their opponents are quite weak. But from next season onwards. With the way I see teams, you you know they have been done a very big favor by Derrick Henry, Henry first of all getting that injury, so the mm-hmm. Titans have been weakened. The mm-hmm. Patriots, Mac Jones is still pretty young; it's his first season, and even though he has been belly check, they have won six games on them on on a row. The Patriots, but mm-hmm. still pegging back that Mac Jones is still his first season as an NFL quarterback. I still can't I still can't place my money on him. The Chiefs somehow look under the weather and I think they could really have done with the services of Odell. The Bengals I don't quite that's when I'm I'm saying that Joe Burrow yeah. and Jamachis they seem like a very lethal combination but I still think they need enough weapons both on the yeah. offense and defense for them to be a capable opponent against the Ravens 
and now the question is between the bills and the charges if they are able to go against the bills whom i see as team as opposed to the chargers mm-hmm. i do think that if they are able to pass through the bills they can make it to the super bowl because that will be the i think the afc championship will be against the ravens and the bills so wow man yeah yeah we, we, <laughs> we definitely love predictions on the third world perspective man so is that is that a prediction am i getting an afc championship game between the bills and the ravens you said what i'm sure is the bills will be at the champ- will be at the afc championship i'm not mm-hmm. quite sure whether the ravens will be there yeah at the moment yeah at the moment the bills are sitting pretty um at the uh, in the afc east at seven and four obviously they're just below the their the rivals the patriots and obviously you, you've you've spoken a lot about mark jones being the fox that is a rookie and um obviously there's a recipe for being successful in the postseason and there's a recipe for being successful in the postseason is actually running the ball really well and having a very good defense and at the moment the patriots defense is looking impeccable matt judon is a beast um i think he's leading the patriots with sacks i think something like 11 and a half sacks the or 12 and a half sacks of yeah, the best, yeah, the best, yeah, the best free agent signing, man. And like when we were doing this episode, I'm um, back in July with Matt, man, from Ontario. Um, we were just speaking about how Belichick and actually bodied free agent and free agency, and Matt Judon, obviously a former Raven, was playing for the Ravens last year. Um, it just seems like he is going from strength to strength. The system that they have over there in England is impeccable. Um, he's actually playing playing really well this season. Um, obviously, they're running the ball really well. The rookie, Ramondre Stevenson, is a beast as well. And they have other running backs in that in that um, offense as well that can run the ball really well. Um, it seems Mac Jones doesn't have a lot to do. It seems like he's just, make, he's just completing short passes. I think he had something like 87% um, completion percentage um, actually during during the game against the Titans on Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not the Patriots man. I'm, I, I can, I, I'm actually, I want the Ravens to get to the FC Championship, but I'm not, I'm not ruling out the Patriots. The Patriots, I think their undoing will be Mark Jones. They have a really good team. I do not object to that. The, the defense is amazing. They were able to get, I think they had three steals, three or four steals, with mm-hmm. at the game against the Titans. And that was, and it was a shutout, a classic Bill Belichick game, where he he, he heavily relied on the defense, and then what the offense just had to do was not lose the game. That yeah. was that is one of one of the famous Bill Belichick's mantras whenever he approaches a game, is that the offense shouldn't lose the game for them. The defense, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah, that offense right now is just taking what the defense gives them, and that defense is playing incredible football. Yeah, and a lot of people, people usually say defense wins championships, so we'll just have to see. But at the end of the day, Mark Jones is still a rookie quarterback. I think yeah. even though even though Cam Newton still isn't, they don't play a similar style of play with Mark Jones. I still think they could have used his services somewhere down the road because 
there's something that experience has that talent doesn't have and i still think that mac jones could have learned a thing or two from cam newton especially given that he's not just any other quarterback and he was able to lead the team to a super bowl super bowl game yeah yeah they didn't yeah they didn't get the ring like obviously you, you like i had i had alex on the podcast um i guess in the middle of september um alex shout out to alex alex leak um the host of the alex leak and, and and alex leak and nfl friends and nfl friends and nfl and friends alex leak and friends and nfl podcast um yeah you just I got my tongue like twisted there but like I had him obviously from yeah from Seattle um he's a Chicago Bears fan um he, he actually had the same view as you obviously come Newton playing under center for them especially when the Patriots get to the off season get to the post season where they actually need someone experienced under center but at yeah. the moment come Newton had a horrific game man against the Dolphins I'm not sure if you yeah. saw it man I think I he completed it. only 5 of like 20 something passes which is just yeah it, it's not a deal man he had, he had the worst game ever actually they had to substitute him and bring in um PJ Walker for the, for the second yeah, for the fourth quarter actually yeah so uh, I, I don't think um I'm not I'm, I'm so here is what I'm going to say about this um like they said i'm going to say the same thing i told alex then i i i, I for me I, i believe i believe good teams good players um they can only win a championship if they have a good coach and i also believe that good coaches can only win a championship if they have good players so for me i think i think um Mac Jones is a good player. I'm um, coming from his college years. He had a very good coach in Nick Saban. We know how Alabama and that yeah and that football program is impeccable in 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 uh, down south in Alabama. And um he has a very good coach in Bill Belichick at the moment. A coach who has who has been to I think nine Super Bowls. Um and Nick Saban Nick Saban gave the pass. Nick Saban gave the pass on Mac Jones. He, yeah last year's draft when he was drafted 15th overall mm-hmm. because Nick Saban and and Bill Belichick were once in on the same team they were coaching the same team he actually yeah. Bill, Bill Belichick and Nick Saban are still friends and Big yeah. Nick Saban gave the pass on Mark Jones and he told Belichick that this guy is the real deal you know he at the end of the day the coaches they there are some things that they usually, usually see that as yeah. fans cannot see they are with this player five yeah. days or six days a week training three hours per day or or such and so yeah. mixeban giving the pass and the nod on mark jones it yeah. and the fact that even cam newton was released that early yeah when the season was still relatively i think it was two or three games in yeah it just shows the confidence that belichick has on that young quarterback even they didn't have that confidence on tom brady when in the early 2000s and it's yeah. so funny that it's still quite early to speculate this but of the five quarterbacks that were drafted last year it's yeah. so funny that mac jones right now is one of the he's one he's obviously right now with the games that with the catalog of games that they have played is the one yeah. who has the most impressive resume 
still I will say it's still quite relatively quite soon for us to start speculating on who has who will have a brighter future who will have a better career but yeah. right now Mac Jones whom people thought had a weak arm wasn't mobile enough is standing heads and shoulders above his fellow draft picks yeah but yeah but like um being actually coming coming to the aid of the other of the other rookie quarterbacks here um Mac Jones is actually the one quarterback that actually landed in the perfect situation you know success in the NFL is, is actually depends on where you land as a rookie um Trevor Lawrence number one pick overall is in Jackson Yeah, Jacksonville I think they have won only two games this season. Um they still they're still trying to find their feet. Zach Wilson obviously had an incredible game um on his comeback. Obviously um I think he missed some games. I think four games with injury came back on Sunday against the Texans. Played really well and they actually scrapped a win there. They won against the Texans, the Jets. Um yeah, they they've they only won three games. Obviously the Jets is not the perfect situation. Um Justin Fields obviously in is in Chicago we know how shambles Chicago are at the moment uh, yeah so that's not ideal as well um is there any other quarterback that are missing Trillance Trillance uh, Trillance is actually in, the, in a very good situation but he has just come up short man we um, not getting the reps Yeah, I, I, he got the reps. In my opinion, he actually got the reps, man. During the first few weeks, um, he, he got some reps, he got some, some snaps. Obviously, Jimmy was also injured for a while, and he just didn't impress playing under center. So I think Kyle Shanahan has a plan of actually him sitting perhaps a year or two behind Jimmy and learning um, however he can. And let's But see if he can. That will bring Kyle Shanahan a lot of heat because he had to trade up to get Trey Lance. And at the time he had Trellance wasn't the only quarterback on the board. He could yeah. have had other choices. And the main concern with Trellance at the time was that he he had only played I think one college game his entire yeah. career. No, I think I think I, I think I think last I think in the 2020 season he only played the one game. I think he sat out the season due to COVID um in North Dakota state and like just came back for one game. So it's Kyle Shanahan has a lot of heat and he he will have to I hope he isn't he doesn't have the same situation as Trubisky in Chicago Bears a few seasons ago. But <laughs> yeah. When they when they had the chance of drafting Patrick Mahomes and then they ended up choosing Trubisky over over Mahomes, but it's still quite early to speculate. But he he needs to back his draft pick. He needs to give him more reps. People yeah. were speculating around the eighth game or the eighth game week. Trellance will start. We will start seeing a little bit of more of Trellance. And personally yeah. for me. I like what I saw from trade. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, me too. So I'm so I'm somehow surprised to see that he had the fundamentals. He has the size, the the arm, the elusiveness, but he's still not getting the reps that he needs. It's it's as if Kalshanahan is split between winning now or winning for the future. He 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 hasn't quite made up his mind yet on what he wants if he wants to win now jimmy g is the safe option 
but mm-hmm. if you have to plan for the future at the end of the day you have to justify why you moved to places up to pick whoever it is that you pick and to justify why you lost some draft picks at yeah. the end of the day you still have to do that like the case yeah, of think... Flores in Miami Dolphins yeah so i think i th- yes continue yeah i think i think i think the kelshanan situation is is like you just said obviously he has to justify um him moving up to actually get Trey Lance and um obviously i think i think the, the NFL this business is actually um a tough business and you actually it's a it's a, it's a result oriented business and you have to come up with results every single time so i think um he wants to win now obviously we know this team at the moment it's it's a very good team um Debo Samuel is actually bowling out of his face at the moment i think he just got an injury the other day which is unfortunate um but they have yeah. bowlers um on offense and on defense you know George Kittle is still in that building um one of the best titans in the league i think he he wants to win now and um we'll just we'll just segue into the NFC in a, in a few minutes in in just a moment but the question for the patriots um, um we are speaking about the patriots the question for the patriots is are the patriots for real should people be worried the patriots are for real they will cause a lot of problems they have the yeah. right fundamentals and at yeah. the end of the day we still have to remember this is a bill belichick team they yeah. won't pull any surprises in terms of personnel reacting or behaving in a way they won't They, they they will still follow the patriot way but at yeah. the end of the day i still don't think they have that extra edge to either win the afc championship or even proceed to the super bowl that is the difference i think that they they will cause problems and they will be a deep run into the playoffs but yeah. at the end of the day we still yeah. feel that with Mac Jones being the quarterback yeah i still think they will fall short but we never rule out Bill Belichick <laughs> yeah we'll just have to wait and see how this goes down man i, I, like, i like the patriots man i think they are scary man for me i I'm, i'm actually have them at the moment as favorites um to actually um basically win the AFC, get to the super bowl from the afc man obviously they are playing the the buffalo bills on sunday which is a divisional game and it's going to be exciting um yeah it's it, it's been a while since both these teams have been really good and right now we have a good bills team and a good um patriots team so we'll see how that goes down let's just quickly go into the nfc and obviously the nfc at the moment is is incredible um it's very competitive we know the nfc west like we're just being about the 49ers the nfc west is one of the best one of the toughest divisions if not the toughest division in the league uh but the bucks obviously won um in indianapolis against the colts the colts are not a very um they're not a walkover team although they haven't played really well this season um the bucks at the moment are sitting eight and three um they're only behind the parkers and the cardinals do you expect the bucks to have top seed in the nfc um going into the playoffs first of all let me correct you mm-hmm. the colts are a really good team <laughs> yeah yeah i said so yeah i said so the calls are scary they might pull a surprise and it's so surprising to see that casonwens has landed on such a good spot especially given the horror season he had last year with the eagles and then yeah. given the fact that the last the last game week that they played 
they are run, they are running back recorded five touchdowns only to tie yeah. Alvin Kamara and some fellow legends I don't I don't think I can know their names but that's not an easy thing to do Casamance yeah. has really surprised me the Indianapolis Colts they sort of started slow but they are gaining steam and they they might have caused problems to the Bucks but at the end of the day I think the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Bucks had whatever it they needed to get over that hurdle but the NFC the NFC is quite tough it's really really hard for someone to draw conclusions or say this is the favorite or will I I don't I don't I haven't even started to think who will make it I'm just enjoying the ride because I know any one team can pull a surprise on the other mm-hmm. yeah yeah I think yeah um, um, um obviously like you said um the NFC right, right now it's very exciting to watch NFC games um obviously the Pack has played the Rams this week um I, I actually before the season started I had the Rams getting to the Super Bowl from the NFC um on paper that team should get to the Super Bowl that team is loaded on the offense and on defense and obviously they got to the to the Super Bowl in 2019 they had Jared Goff playing under center right now they have a really good quarterback in Matt Stafford although his performances have actually trailed off from the first like I think seven games yeah so um the Packers won won against the Rams they played really well um it was a big win um Lambo yeah yeah um obviously the Rams play Arizona in two weeks and Arizona is also another team that that actually has a very good record the Packers are nine and three um after that win against the Rams the Rams seven and four and we know the Cardinals are nine and two and they played the last month um they played three games without their QB1 and their wide receiver one without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins you know these guys are, tra- are are back in training so that's a plus for them so the, the Cardinals are a team that basically we can't overlook um we know the the Rams will play them in two weeks but the Bucks man I, I I just I just can't see past the Bucks obviously the Packers are doing really well at the moment but the Bucks are healthy Um, the Bucks have actually have a good rhythm going on. I know they lost two terrible games against, I think, um, Washington and um, yeah. yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, so I I I, I just can't see past the Bucks, man. The Bucks are looking really good. I think they they play, I think Atlanta or someone, yeah, someone from the NFC South um, this weekend. So we'll see we'll see how this team actually matches up, man. I like I like the Bucks um, having top seed in the in the NFC. Although the Packers are in and around there, and the Cardinals are as well, yeah. And what about the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah, the uh, I'm, I'm I'm yeah I'm off the Cowboys train, man. They they lost really badly on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, they lost really badly against the Raiders. Obviously, the Raiders are at the moment not in a, in a very good situation. We know what happened with John Gruden and um, Henry Ruggs. So yeah. it it was it was just a, a difficult game for them for them to lose man they shouldn't have lost that one man especially at AT&T Stadium um their home man the Mecca so I, I'm off the Cowboys train although I really love their defense I really love Micah Parsons and Trevon Diggs and what those they they have ballers on offense as well um including the likes of CD Lamb, Dak Prescott um we, I just saw today that Amari Cooper has just been activated off the COVID list as well so they also they're also getting him back 
Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I like the Cowboys, but I just don't think they have enough man to to be top seed at the moment. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys on paper are one of the most loaded teams. Yeah. Why don't you have them as favorites? Yeah, because I the the the, the games that they have lost um obviously the, those are games that actually on paper they should win. Um like I said the Raiders game on Thanksgiving on last Thursday it wasn't that was a terrible loss. They shouldn't have lost that one. Um we know the Raiders are loaded as well. The Chiefs who are the Chiefs and the Chiefs are, are actually um in a in a sort of I guess comeback um this season and they also lost against Denver at home and Denver is yeah Denver obviously Denver they've lost against Denver they've lost against the Raiders against the Chiefs these teams from the AFC West it just seems like Dallas cannot beat them and these are games the Chiefs one I, I understand but the Denver one at home and the and the Raiders one at home I don't get at all I think those are games that the Cowboys should have won and for you to actually get the that momentum and that um courage that this is your year you need to see off teams like this yeah people this was even something that one one of the nfl analysts was saying was that mm. what has happened with the cowboys is that they got they they started hearing the praise from everyone they are one of america's teams one the most valuable franchise in sports history and yeah. The praise just got into their head. They, they, they are, they are offense and defense is loaded as we have just pointed out, and yeah. it's usually just so frustrating to see such a loaded team where people expect them to perform still fall short. Yeah. What I think the problem is is that even though none of their players is a rookie, yeah. even though they have experienced stars. At the end yeah. of the day, their players aren't the Tom Brady's and the Aaron Rodgers of the world. That's, yeah. I think that's where the problem is. The problem, the 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 situation that you take the Bucks as serious contenders is because they have TB12. The reason why even the Green Bay Packers is in the conversation is because of Aaron Rodgers and Devante and Devante Adams. Mm-hmm. Like those that started, they are people who once you see them, you they have a name and they live up to their reputation. But I don't think I don't think that yeah, they have Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak Prescott, Prescott is, is is a big name, man. I, I actually put him among elite quarterbacks, not the level of Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, but I think I think he's also a scary quarterback. He's really good, man. Let me tell you one thing. I have I have Patrick Mahomes. I have I I even have I even have the Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson over over Dak Prescott, and the reason for this i have them above him is this Dak prescott has all the weapons that a quarterback may need just imagine another quarterback was placed in the situation of Dak prescott even imagine a joe barrow imagine joe barrow at the at&t stadium like that prescott has a lot to work with but at the end of the day he has yeah. he, even the running back Zakeliot and Pollard. He, yeah. he can turn to anywhere. He has more than he may need. Other quarterbacks 
they do more with little him yeah. he does average or good just good enough with more i think that's the reason why what i what i was saying is this i think that if you placed any other of the elite quarterbacks in dark prescott situation mm-hmm. they will outperform him and if you place that prescott in any of the other quarterback situation i don't think he will be the dark prescott that we we know or recognize that's just how i see it it's yeah i i, 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 yeah, I get yeah i i get that i get i get part of what you're saying i actually understand where you're coming from yeah I, i i get obviously he has he has a lot of shiny weapons like Michael, like gallop like uh, he has cd lamb he like he just did yeah man like he has he has a lot of weapons but like i i, I get what you're saying um obviously injuries have not been on his side obviously that injury that ruled him out last season but let's see let's see how the cowboys play man obviously that that lost on thanksgiving was not ideal let's see how they play this week man yeah but this 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 has been actually a It's, it it has it has been a pleasure actually having you on the podcast um john um it's it's nice to have a, to have a kenyan on on the pod man obviously speaking about nfl usually i only have my friends but um it's nice to know that there are other nfl fans in, in the country i know there are nfl fans on the continent but it's just nice man to churn out some nfl topics with you man thank you thank you and what yeah. do you think of the situation of the vikings kakkazims I love the yeah. plays. Yeah, I, yeah, Cousins is is actually having a very good season, but I, for me I think Justin Jefferson is the difference there because yeah. that offense just looks incredible with him in the side. He's making big plays down the field. Is is play, they're, they're playing really well Minnesota and obviously that that win against the Packers um a few weeks ago that was that was incredible for them. Yeah. Yeah man yeah but we are going we're just going to end the pod right here yeah i hope i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this podcast man support this podcast obviously you guys can go and listen to John Jaws um anything media podcast you can catch it on all platforms support the podcast man with as little as a dollar we have a listener support segment you can donate if you have google pay or apple card and um Shout out to you guys man you can follow the podcast on Twitter at thirdworldpod you can follow the podcast on Instagram at 3rdworldperspective um follow me on Twitter at Pablo Ikoni Yeah follow me on TikTok at Pablo Ikonyero John's Twitter is at John Stanners that's John S T U N A Z Yeah man thank you for listening to the episode man we'll see you guys in the next one